the beats, the flow, the rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Streets saying our podcast. Sir, hey, we're gonna make sure your eye energy right so it can help you balance your energy and we're gonna feed off one another off in here. And man, it's a good day. Yes, sir, man. It's a good day, man. I love coming home and seeing my little one, little Easy E. Mm. <laughs> oh, she had, you didn't see her, did you? Mm-mm. Oh, she'll be back. She might come down and say a few bars because she wants to scream at us right now. <laughs> uh, I'm with it. Hey, but uh, man. Well, man, welcome to the Street Saying Our Podcast. You should give me my echo. Yeah, we don't do that. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Man, uh, it's your host, Giddy Jicky with it. It's your other host, Johnny. Man, we here we're in the back, man. We got our team. We got the young guy back there. We also got our guy, Mr. International, Montreal. Montreal. Trotting across, across the globe. Whole name is just a, a metaphor, man. It's, it's on and popping. Mm-hmm. But man, we good. We glad to be back. Um, getting into you know Black Heritage Month coming up, up in here, man. And uh, it's just good to be amongst us mm-hmm. and to build with us mm-hmm. and to promote us. Mm-hmm. And we ain't against nobody. Mm-hmm. Well, we're against some people, but they ain't, they don't. We don't need to tell them about them. Mm. <laughs> just telling the truth. Mm. But we only trying to get their spirit right as we get ours right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just going to keep, you know, we keeping this energy up, keeping it live. And today, I'm not going to lie, man, we got us a nice wizard. So, uh, 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 I don't want to say sorcerer just in case it go against a religion, but she know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> a sorcerer a, uh, on the tracks, uh, high spirited. Extremely high talent, mm-hmm. head on her shoulders, mm-hmm. and will knock your head off your shoulders because she cut up and she be boxing with me in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 intro went left real fast. It went right, <laughs> one two. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just somebody that I've over the last couple years been introduced to, and immediately, I think I uh, saw her uh, opening up. Uh, I didn't see her. I heard about her opening up for, I think it was Lil Baby in Lincoln. Mm. It was actually in Ralston Arena. Ralston Arena. I was like, oh, she got to be dope. So I'm going to just start checking her out. Mm-hmm. I checked her out and I was like, oh, she dope. So let me uh, try to get her on this bill. I'm doing my, again, my sneaker soiree. Young lady, I called up, out the hit up on the blue, just on the gram on Facebook. I'm like, hey, uh, got a show. You trying to get on, and uh, are you willing to open? She was like, "Yeah." I said, "Hey," and stop me if I'm lying. I said, "How much do you think a uh, you want to charge for a 20 minute set?" She told me her price. I said, "Cool." Is that kind of how it went? It didn't yeah, work. That's that's exactly how it went for sure. <laughs> no arguing. I was like, "All right, I got you." Then I told her who else was on the set with Light Pole and Mickey Fax, and she was with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be honest with you. When she stepped on that stage last year, mm-hmm. I have a I keep telling people I have a different view as the DJ. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a real life uh, Bruce Lee wore a soul glow around her. 
Wow. And uh, you should have got that on video. I, I was DJing. I was busy. <laughs> uh, but I watched it and I because I can see her, I can see the crowd. Mm-hmm. And to watch the crowd, you know, the opener has a tough act. Sometimes openers just do that just to get their bread and go on. But she has a way of commanding your attention. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. And I was like, dang. I watched the crowd from my view, seeing her and then seeing the crowd start to trickle their way up. Like, who is this and who is ripping this thing up? Opening track. I love her when I open tracks on her sets right now. Like, it's just it's energizing. And thank you. And it's I, I'm telling you, she put sets together. We went to a show with, you know, the homies, Jay Crumb, Yada, uh-huh. uh, Jay Influential. She put a set together, and I, I love to see it. It's like putting an album together. <laughs> so I know when her next album drop, it's gonna be something immaculate. It's gonna be a story. Ooh, I'm hyping you. Listen, <laughs> you want me on stage? I got you. Listen, <laughs> I'm here for it. All of it. And if y'all don't know, we talking about um, we talking about this lovely sister here, Thailand. What's Man. up, Thailand? Man. Man, I listen. That introduction was so great. Now I just feel like I gotta match your energy. You know what I'm saying, um, Eric? Literally, like from day one since like you reached out, our interaction when we met, it's been nothing but love, fam. Um, like just truly appreciate your appreciation for my artistry, and I just you know I appreciate that you're a genuine person because you know not everybody has that. We got a whole lot of wannabes around the city and a lot of people who just talk a big game but really don't have any follow through but um I really respect that you're somebody who actually has like you know integrity like when you're like oh I'm gonna do something then you actually do it so um yeah man thank you for that amazing introduction that was that was super fire I really appreciate it yeah man and she low-key is a tester Cause I think uh, after the show she didn't get paid yet, mm. so I know she's probably like, I wonder. I don't know. I'm just speaking. I'm putting words in your mouth. I'm like, I wonder <laughs> this nigga gonna give me my money. I found her because I was like, oh, they at the studio. Ran her down the studio. I said, yo, got you. Get you paid. Appreciate you. Everything that you do. I think she's a very observant and and person who will let you. She'll let you hang yourself with the rope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And it's and it's good to see. She's not gonna press you. She's not gonna trip over anything. Kind of, she has that backing, you know, kind of like that God backing. Like it's gonna be all right regardless. Mm-hmm. Let me see what you about. Mm-hmm. And I allow, I'm grateful that you even allow us the opportunity to 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 do that and express that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's you, but I feel like that's you. Nah, nah. You you definitely hit the nail like right on the head. I'm that person who's kind of like I don't really like to 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 push people, put pressure on people to do something that they said they're gonna do. I'm more so like to watch action. So I'm one of those people who are kind of like I give you my trust until like you break it. I'm not one of those like oh, I got to figure out if I could trust you. Obviously, it's circumstantial. uh, But when it comes to like music and all of that stuff, you know what I mean? I typically, yeah, I give people a chance and then I just kind of watch your actions from there because... You know, like when you burn bridges, they they gone with me. I'm I'm a Scorpio, so <laughs> I can't even help it. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, like I said, you're very integral. So I, you know, I appreciated that off rip, yeah. and it's been consistent. So appreciate you. Yeah, man, it's a uh, it's just nice to finally meet you. you know, <laughs> I've been in your presence a few times, and um, I remember the first time I met you. 
I remember the first time I heard about Thailand. Music. Oh, I heard. Okay, this one. let me know. What's I up? Heard, Remind me. I heard this one. Do you remember when you used to do community performances at the L402 store? L402 store. Off of 62nd and Ames. William Dortch at Dortch Shop. I know. She done put that in the back of her memory. I have no recollection. You might be mixing me up with someone. I'm not. I remember Ty Lynn at 15 years old, your name being mentioned in circles, and I didn't even want to freestyle with you at 15 years old. You've been doing music, right? I've been doing music for a long time, but but this is this is the thing right here. So I didn't actually start calling myself Ty Lynn until like 2018 mm. or 17. Mm. I was 15 back in like 2009 mm-hmm. or 10. I went by a totally different name at that time. That's when I first heard about you. Hmm, that's interesting. That's crazy. I don't. Re- I don't recall. That's when I first heard about you. Hmm. Wow. Time. Hey, somebody got to pull up an archive and <laughs> somebody yeah. got it. Yeah, somebody I'm like, it. I really, cause I don't have any recollection of that, like at all, like that place that you named. I don't have any recollection. Did it? Was it called something else? Nah, it was called the L402 store. Hmm. I don't know. Now you got me like, what is what is going on? Like, I'm having a moment. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I don't have any recollection of that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. If you find a video, send it to me so I could be like, what? Now I'm going to get on. I'm going to hit Aliens. William Dortch. <laughs> yeah. Hit up William. Yeah, hit up William. Yeah. Like, hey, man. See what happens with these cell phones, man? They scrubbing our minds. Nah, I'm <laughs> I remember them. I remember them community events. And maybe I'm mistaken, but I remember for sure King Iso was there, and I remember you being a young buck being around. And you might have not was going by Thailand, but that's your government, right? Oh, uh, my middle name. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So now it's just an honor and a pleasure just to be in your presence, honestly. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, I'm just little old me, though, you know. <laughs> but that's love. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we spoke earlier just about, you know, me finding out who you were, you know, being on Roston Arena. Mm-hmm. And I have kind of an industry question for you. How is it that you were able to uh, secure that type of spot? And what did it take to get to that to that level to where you could – be called on as a, as an opener for such a large artist. So, okay, that's actually interesting. What happened was um, at that time I was doing a lot of freestyles on Instagram and that's when like freestyling on Instagram was really like starting to become a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was doing that. Those freestyles were getting a lot of traction. And what happened was it was actually like, um, who was it? Nows, Paul, Jamel, um, all of them, they got together to bring little baby here mm. and, um, Jamel like just reached out to me and was like, you know, do you want to open for little baby? And I was like, what? Yes. You know, of course I would love to open for little baby. And then what they did was they kind of put on this front contest thing but he was like don't worry about that because you're already selected just don't tell anybody yet we're gonna do a whole little thing about it and then reveal the winners quote unquote um and really that's how I got put onto that it was really just him kind of following my music and the other guys too and they were like we have to put her on there and so that's really what it was 
That's was was that before or after you won like Nick Cannon's challenge? That was, hmm. I think it was after. I think that was after I had won that challenge. Yeah, we follow. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> no, much love, much love, man. Yeah, no, that was a that was around 2018. That was a really great stride that I was taking in my music career. Um, and then I just did some things to where I wasted a whole lot of time and hopefully we'll just get more into that conversation. Cause I learned a lot within like a year and a half, like fast. I mean, we can kind of, you know, questions going to come and go, but we can kind of get into that now. When you say wasted, like, is it, was it a time where you just kind of were like quitting, not quitting, but just took a pause or was it, you know, things that may be personal life that just kind of happened, life was happening around you or. What was what was that that one and a half years like? What was going on? So it was like an unintentional pause. So what happened was, so when I was taking that stride in 2018, like when I'm I'm telling you, I was doing every challenge. People would just tag me in challenges. I would just go in there freestyle. I'm killing all these challenges. I did the Nick Cannon thing. I got the notoriety from Ironica from um just several different like celebrities were kind of picking up on these things and seeing them and so what happened was I ended up having um a guy from Atlanta reach out to me who had like his own label that he started and everything and so I started working with him and he had all these plans he had a budget you know he's like we're gonna get these records done such and such is going to produce them we're going to get them mix and master by patchwork in atlanta we're going to get on bet all of these things and so i'm like you know okay i'm a little skeptical because i've worked with several people and people would always be like oh we're going to do this we're going to do that and then it falls through well a lot of things that he said that we were going to do we were doing them slowly but surely so i'm like okay well there's clearly some validity with you know this particular person that i was working with um but the worst advice that i listened to which i shouldn't have which is why i say i feel like i wasted so much time was he was like you know put a pause on doing the freestyles put a pause on doing the features because we were working on some just really high quality stuff that he was just like you know, once we roll all of this out, your price for things is going to shoot up. So you don't want to just be like just stretching yourself out here, here, there, making yourself available everywhere because, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to build you up to be something big. I'm like, OK, well, I mean, logically, in my mind, I guess that does kind of make sense. Like if you're trying to take a next step, sometimes you got to withhold what you're doing just for making yourself so act like accessible right um and so like I put all that stuff on pause and then I'm working with this person well then there was a hiccup that came and I'm just like okay you know what's going on then it was another hiccup that came and then it just turned into like a oh pretty much the funding that they had planned something fell through and it didn't happen and I was just like what and yeah that that time span was literally over like a year and a half we got the song on BET that did happen we got a couple of records done by Cash Clay we did get the song mastered at Patchwork in fact the record that we did like is so fire like at some point I'm gonna just have another producer like just I'm gonna just send raw vocals and have them build around it um because the song is literally like amazing it's I just feel like no matter what it's kind of like a charting record whether I'm doing it to reference it to like another already established artist but like the guy at Patchwork who was mixing and mastering it actually was trying to get points on a song rather than 
like having us pay for it. Mm. Be, like not knowing who I am. I'm way out here in Nebraska. It was just kind of like, yo, whoever did this song, I'd rather just get a percentage of it mm. than have y'all pay me. But, you know, we didn't do that, thankfully, because then that would have made it even more, you know what I'm saying, like messy. But, um, yeah, that, that span of time is like, it was very discouraging because I was like, I built up all this momentum. I did that by myself. You know what I mean? Just being consistent, obviously, and just with, with God too, but like being consistent, I did that. And then I listened to somebody who was showing me some things, but in the end, the ultimate thing that I was looking for, didn't happen. And then it was like, I was dang near silent, you know what I'm saying? To the world for all that time. And you got to think how fast social media, like, moves you know what I mean and it's just like yeah that was so much time that I wasted to where it felt like when I started doing things again in 2020 it just felt like it took a lot for me to get motivated to start doing stuff again you know because it almost felt like starting over and yo shout out to to my bro yada because really I think he just said something to me that was like it might feel like that to you as an artist but believe me there's people out there who've still been like waiting like mm -hmm. for you you know what I mean? Even though it may like may not feel like that because you're like, okay, it don't start off the same that it ended exactly, but you'll get back there because like you got it. You know what I mean? And and that was super encouraging for me because yeah, that time period, it was just like, why did I listen to that? You know what I mean? But I would never, I would never make that mistake again, for sure not. All right. It's, I mean, that sound like you weren't officially signed where you, you just nah. kind of just working with them. Yep. Just working with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 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 to be fun. That's kind of like really how the big industry, how they do the big wigs in the industry. That's why a lot of projects get held up. Like just hold off, don't do your own thing, don't do your own thing. We got it. We got it's time, and we make sure this is lined up. But mm -hmm. also just not having actual liquid funds, and was probably banking on uh you know some uh, some some funny to come through. They budgeted something they didn't have. Right. Uh, always, that's always a recipe for disaster. Uh, in the end, some people make good on it, but that is a that's a hard sell. Um, but you made it out of it. Facts, and, <laughs> facts. And I'm now I'm like, man, let me get my producer bag on. Let me figure out so I can give me some points. Then I mean, I put something together on the track. Young guy looking like, hey, I listen, I got something in the tuck. I ain't playing with y'all. The streets are in our podcast <laughs> production. But yeah, that's man. the young guy right there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's 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 really dope, um, and I think it's good for a lot of people to really hear what artists are kind of dealing with, especially on the way up. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times we don't get to hear what's happening on the way up uh, when you do pop or go viral or you're 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 putting in that work. A lot of things, a lot of things fall on deaf ears after that. So, right, um, just. It's just inspiring like you still here producing like to, to come out with that holiday banger that's gonna ring from, <laughs> from december to february every year hey snow days you know what i'm saying <laughs> um mm -hmm. it's, it's it's just something good and to, to to still want to work especially with the local um i hate saying local the people here that's around you mm -hmm. uh, to work with that talent man and and see what you got going on there um, are there some other producers here that you specifically working with or have been working with? Oh, yeah, for sure. And like, obviously, you're the plug on the, the main producer that I'm working with, which is Lipo. Um, I met him officially at the sneakers foray that uh, Eric had put on. And then literally 
from there, me and LP locked in and we have been grinding. Like, I mean, and and I think the the really beautiful thing about like us coming together to collaborate is like whatever energy. And I was just telling LP this, whatever energy we're putting out, yo, people are just feeling it. Like when I tell you people have been just reaching out, like, how can I help? How can I help? Like I can contribute here, like just literally off the strength of really believing in what we're doing, not even like they're trying to get something out of it. Um, Just wanting to be like, like we just did a photo shoot, like from somebody that's connected with LP, who was like, I love what y'all doing, said that he was a fan of my music, did it for us for free. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just had somebody reach out like I could be a DJ, like because I just believe in what you're doing, like type of thing, you know. Um, And so I really feel like, yeah, me and LP crossing paths, that has been just like a blessing because I finally get to build music up from scratch. And I've never got the experience of like doing that before. Mm. Um, And it's just different. You know what I mean? Like just being able to say, oh, I have this idea for this melody or whatever. And then LP just being like a music wizard. This dude can just get right on the keys. He can find not only like whatever the melody is, but he can capture the feeling of like what it is that I'm trying to go for, you know? And I, I just feel like that's within itself. That's such a gift, you know what I mean? And so I'm working with him. I'm also working with Tyrell Teeler. Man, shout out to him because really Tyrell was the first producer to ever reach out to me to be like, however I can help, I'll help. Like, you don't got to like pay me for these. I'm not even looking for that. Like, and would send me beats every single day. Like, I don't know no producer, I'm be honest, that works at the rate in which he works. Like, if I'm like, hey, yo, Tyrell, I need a beat like this. He will literally send it to me that day. Like, just make it and send it to me um so i'm working with him as well but right now those are the main two producers i'm locked into i've had other producers reach out to me um and several that do still reach out to send me beats but i think i'm so focused on wanting to really like build and solidify my sound with the ones that i have that i'm like i don't want to let in too many more right now so yeah got you man that's just good to hear yeah and LP is that dude. Facts. <laughs> Facts. And I was going to ask, um, and Johnny, you can hop in any time. Um, for me, when I listen to your music, you know, one of, and it's a thing that I noticed early on. I was like, man, she don't look baby. She don't look that. Talent don't cuss. I don't. Oh, so you know, are you um, even just classify? Do you even try to classify yourself or do you just let you just express yourself. So meaning that do you put yourself in a category like Christian rapper or do you just like, I'm a rapper. I'm just happen to be Christian kind of like mm-hmm. the Lecrae mm-hmm. type thing or what, what is, what, what do you say? Who do you say you are as an MC? Um, honestly, just that I don't, <laughs> you know, what's interesting. I didn't know that CHH was a genre until 2020. That's no cap. Like <laughs> I knew there was Lecrae, Andy Minio. Right that's really about it and then like i just kind of like found that world in 2020 oh my gosh y'all really y'all y'all popping out here like and there are so many very talented chh artists like i mean would blow your mind could go bar for bar with like just other hip-hop artists and whatever you know what i'm saying but just do it in a way um but me really like i just tell people i make life music but i don't try to i don't try to combat people as to what they what they classify me as because that's futile 
at the end of the day, you know, like the efforts would be and it's just it would be like blowing steam out of my head. I don't care because at, <clears throat> at the end of the day, people will classify you as whatever to make themselves feel comfortable because people like things they can understand. Right. So, yeah, I don't I just tell people I make life music and however you want to take that, you can. My faith is a big part of my life. So that's why it will always transcend through my music in some way, shape or form. But no, nah, I don't really try to box myself in. I just make music about my life and I try not to make anything that I feel like would be um, contrary to my own morals. So I'm never going to make something just because it sounds cool and because I'm capable of it. Um, if it doesn't like align just like with my morals and my spirit. So. Oh Lord, she ain't going to be here that long. She got morals in the rap. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that's always a difficult challenge yeah. is maintaining integrity. Mm -hmm. um, as far as getting started, how did you get started in the music industry and rapping and picking up the pen? So I actually started writing raps when I was like six and a half, seven years old. Um, my family was into music. So my mom and my aunt, they used to sing in church. My Nana used to take them all around the country singing in churches. Um, my Papa, he could play every instrument. He wrote music books. Um, and so it was just kind of always in me, I should say. But what sparked it for me that I was like, oh, I want to write raps and music was when I was about six and a half my mom she had recorded this particular record and it had a rap verse in it and I memorized it subconsciously and one day we were just riding in the car and she played it and I was just rapping along with it um and then she saw me rapping it and was like hold on like she really knows this whole rap and so she took me to the studio with her because she thought it would be a good idea um, for me to rap that verse on her song. And when she took me to the studio, I can't explain it, but I knew I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, literally went home that day and started trying to like write raps. Didn't know what to talk about mm. and was just trying to rhyme words pretty much for the most part. And then um, by the time I was maybe about 10 or 11 was when I started trying to figure out what I actually want to talk about in music. And my cousin Kenny Ken, shout out to him when I was that age, he was like, just don't rap about nothing that's not really you. Like, don't rap about nothing fake because don't nobody want to hear that. And because I was just rapping about all kind of crazy stuff because my mom was playing stuff like Spice One and Project Pad and you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So and I was a huge fan of DJ Quick. So it's like I'm just rapping about, you know, whatever. I'm just trying to be nice with the pen. And, you know, my cousin was like, don't nobody want to hear nothing fake. So don't rap about nothing that you're not actually doing. That's not really you. And it just humbled me. And I was like, okay, cool. All right. I'm going to just rap about what's really me. And that is a principle I have stood on like my like my whole life since I've been 11 years old. And so I will never, ever deter from that. My foundation is set in that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much how I got into it. And then just as I got older, music matured a bit more. When I was in college, I put music on hold completely because I was also an athlete. So I didn't really have time to do it. And then once I graduated in 2016, 2017 came and I was like, all right, now I'm about to get after it, you know. And then that's when I started tapping into Instagram, the freestyles going to 2018, all of that stuff. So at what point yeah. did it become real that this music thing could be something that you can actualize? Um, I think for me, I always kind of believed that it was the journey that I was going to take or at least try to take no matter what. Um, I think and it's, it's really it's really hard to say because 
I wasn't really so much like, oh man, I'm getting this acknowledgement. I'm like, I'm, I must have something to do it because I just always felt as a writer and as an artist that I was just gifted with something to where I could, I could put songs together. I could put concepts together. I could do melodies. I would rap with my friends, sing all of that stuff. And people would always give me the exact same reaction. So I knew it was something, but for me later, it was a matter of trying to understand the business side of things. Because the truth is, you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you don't figure out the business side, you don't figure out marketing, you don't do that, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Nobody will hear it. And so um, for me, it's it's never been a moment of I can actually do this. It's always been like, how can I get better? How can I push this further? What more can I add? Like just trying to build more of like an entrepreneurial like type of mindset. So, yeah. I was going to say, speaking on the business, I know you have had a few placements <laughs> in the last couple of years. One of them on the show is his sisters. Yeah. And uh, so my, just quick, quick plug, my, you know, Gary on the show, have you, I know you don't watch, she loves the show. She got placements. <laughs> uh, so Gary on the show is my old teammate from, from college, actually. Really? Uh, old football teammate. So. Wow. So, but uh, when we Small talk. World. Very. Um, my boy Cheeto. Um, so when we when you talk music and business, when we talk about things like placements, mm-hmm. um, how were you able to to make that happen? Like, what goes into getting a placement, and how do you find out that news? Like, what happens? What's that process like? So, um, actually, this is really dope. Just another one of those just blessings, man. So, actually, Jamel McNair. I don't know if you know who that is, but um, he's from here, but he kind of has, you know, been around a lot, been in the industry. He is an A&R, I think, at some point for RCA, then Motown, and just, I think he manages like Will Gittens now, but he had been following my music career since about 2018. He was just watching everything I was doing, and he tapped in with me, and he would throw me these opportunities for doing potential, like, um, reference records for placement, so more so, like, on the... um, on the publishing side of things and none of that really came into fruition at the time because I was kind of like uh, you know I don't know I was also stuck in this mindset of like I don't want to write for nobody like this this is my sound you know um but like he just still continued to just I guess watch me believe in me and then he got a direct connection with a company that I work with who is connected to a whole bunch of like um production music companies and networks and all of that and so he connected me with them and then literally I just started working with them and they are the ones that are connected to the to the the big machines like BMG, Warner, ITV, all of that and so I just make records with them. We do the contracts for them and then the big companies place them and then I just kind of get the news like this got this got bought, that got bought, that got bought and so that's really just how it's worked out for me. It was one person putting me in the room with certain people who had all the connections pretty much. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I know them checks got to be, they ain't got to be nice, but at least it's, <laughs> you know you're getting some residual in it. Okay, so this is the thing. So because those things had just got placed, uh, like what was it, in June and July, I got to wait like six months to a year before yep. I see the royalties on them. So. Yep. But you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that that's the case. You know, because I got a, I got several placements at yeah. this point. So, 
Yeah, which is which is just a blessing, man. It, and and the interesting thing is, and, it, and shout out to everybody that's listening to this. If you got a dream, you grinding, you working on something, just keep putting in the effort because all the songs that got placed for me thus far, I made those in my room in 2018. And, you know, years later, they ended up being songs that this company was like, we love those songs. We feel like those songs will actually do well for this particular industry of things. And it's like, what, really? Um, so, yeah, man, if y'all grinding out there, y'all got a dream, just just stick with it. Definitely stick with it because you never know like when your opportunity is going to come. And it could be something that you did like three and four years ago and you would have never thought. So That's what's up, man. Y'all heard her, but you got to be good. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. Have some genuine people around you that's going to tell you, yeah, that's you, or like, nah, that's not you. You trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, but you trash. Let's get to work. Yeah, you need some real ones for sure, because everything ain't going to go. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think um, a question that popped into my mind, because I watched you the other day on the uh, Omaha Performing Arts they had the live interview panel. Um, what, how do you feel? And I feel like they didn't give you the proper time to answer the question that was kind of hinted at on there. How do you feel as far as being a female MC? And do you feel like you get the respect that you deserve as a female MC or as an MC, period? Yeah, 100. That's that's so funny that you say that because, yeah, like I was even thinking like, dang, you know, my, my time to answer this is short and I'm the woman in hip hop <laughs> sure. up here right now. Um Honestly, I feel like it's it's always a challenge for sure being in a male dominated industry like being a woman is definitely a challenge especially when you're not trying to go the um the scenic route of like oh every every female is talking about like her body exposing this just vanity this you know what I'm saying and actually like kind of afraid to take that route of like the Rhapsodies and the little Sims you know what I'm saying but then you'll look and go they did it and it worked you know what I mean like just being themselves being different it works Tierra Tierra Whack it works Mm -hmm. and I think I had to get to a point of being like my audience is going to be my audience I cannot try to ever like cater to a a group that likes this particular thing and that's not to say that any group can be like oh well we like two things that's great because I'm still going to be over here in this category so if you want to like that and this perfect but like yeah I just had to get to a point of being like I can't please everybody Mm. and that's unrealistic anyways I wouldn't want to because I would feel like any artist that just pleases everybody is compromised Mm. in my opinion you know what I mean uh but yeah I definitely feel like it's not it's not really like a fair shake you know what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, you just really have to you just really have to be yourself and just stay true to that. You know, and like I said, who is for is who is for because there's seven billion people on this planet, at least roughly, right? So if you think that you just have to be this specific way in order to get any type of support, like you've definitely been psyched out by the industry. You know what I mean? Because me just doing what I do, having real genuine interactions with people, I know that it makes an impact. And I'm like, you're not the only person that hears my music like that. I know that. There's no way. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, at the end of the day, you just really got to, you got to be yourself, but you definitely got to navigate it. And I feel like, 
and it's, it's interesting. I said it in one of my freestyles back in 2018. And I was like, let me address the elephant in the room because now it's getting serious. They say I'm one of the hardest females. No, I'm one of the hardest, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of dudes, they will try to do that. Man, she one of the coldest female. Get in this room and rap with me. What you talking about? No, I'm one of the coldest rappers, period. It's not like one of the coldest females. But I feel like guys would do that as a way of trying to not sh- sh- like hide their level of intimidation that they might have by what I'm doing by saying like, oh, she just wanted the hardest. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, oh, she wanted the hardest female. So that means she can't be put against me. Right. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, man, I wish I had that. Uh, the only time I mentioned this man's name, the Takashi 69 drive, I'm letting my nuts hang. <laughs> she just let her nuts hang out here. <laughs> I don't have any of those. <laughs> no, you get the metaphor. You get it. Um, but yeah, man, that's... I think uh, Big Crip mentioned that too when he was talking like with Rhapsody and talking mm-hmm. about her. He's like, the reason she don't get a lot of features is because dudes don't want to get washed on their track. Reason, yeah. reason said like, yeah, she uh, she washed me on my track on my album. He <laughs> like it was an honor because I know what she do. She Grammy nominated, which I, don't play with me. Mm-hmm. So it it is like so limited is that that ego not one to give up the grounds to the to to women in that nature. I'm like, dude, this. You either get better get better or get washed. Mm-hmm. Right. Get cleansed real quick. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So how can we uh, increase the representation of female artists so that they get the respect that they need in, in the hip-hop arena? Like, is there anything specific that we can do as a culture to make sure that we give in the proper light and the proper support to female artists that we do to male artists? Um, honestly, I think you said it. It's really just giving the recognition. It's actually supporting. It's uh, do- downloading the albums. It's running up the streams. It's actually giving the music a fair chance. Um, and I just think we, as a culture, all have to come together on that comic and science to be like, oh, well, you don't have to rap about this in order for me to even take a listen to your stuff. You know what I mean? So I think that's really it is just having to show support for the artists who aren't like who don't sound like most of the females who are like popular um, in the industry. If you know what I'm saying, what their music is worth something. So yeah, that's, that's what I think it is. Just having to show support. I feel that. And speaking of show support, E, I don't know if you was going to hit on or ask about the song peer pressure and what they got going on as far as that's <laughs> out now. Um, did you want to hit on it? You that? go ahead. As far as peer pressure, man, tell me about the process of creating that song. And it's out playing now. People can definitely go check it out. Tell us where we can check out that song and tell us about the process of that. Listen, y'all can go check out Peer Pressure by me and Light Poe. He produced that record. It is on all streaming platforms, all DSPs. So whether you got Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, it's there. Uh, the official music video is also out, shot by Dodo. Um, he's super fire, too. So uh, that record, man, um, it's actually interesting. That was the second song that me and LP worked on. Mm. And it just came together so organically. He had actually already had that beat done. But the minute I heard it, I was like, whoa. I was like, that beat, I want to work on that. And he just, he added some things to it to amplify it a little bit more. But I was just like, something about that is just giving me this feeling of like, like I want to tell a story, like I got to rush, you know, just something. And then it just came to me and I'm like, peer pressure. I said, this beat makes me feel like, 
I'm having a memory or a flashback of something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? And as something like from my youth. And so that's that's really how it came about, man. And I feel like it's something that when people listen to it and get into it, they're going to be like, I, I feel that, you know what I mean? Like I can relate to this on some level, not necessarily the specific events, but just the overall message of the record and just which pretty much is just saying like, look at the things that I do just to be loved by y'all. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm trying not to lose myself in the midst of all of this stuff. But I do this just because I'm seeking love, mm. you know, and it's it's making your homies realize, like, do y'all see what y'all got me going through? I'm doing all of this just for y'all approval. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I feel like if you've grown up, it, it doesn't matter what environment you've grown up in, to be honest. Everybody has experienced peer pressure on some level. Even as adults, I feel like we experience peer pressure. So I just think it's one of them records that when y'all go listen to it, y'all going to be like, yeah, I feel this for real. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's definitely one of them records. And I will shamelessly plug. I was an extra in that video. I got the I got the jump a nigga in that video. So you shout definitely out, did. Shout, shout out if you see me in there jumping a nigga. I probably got the peer pressure got to me. I, I usually don't be on on camera enacting violence, but the peer pressure got got to me. Johnny, you know Johnny had a flashback. I did. Hey, that's why I started laughing when she said something about a flashback. I said I got a flashback. Oh man, Them niggas was tripping at that store that day. What wow. is it? <laughs> nah, I think that that's definitely dope though. So shout out to you. Uh, one song of yours that's definitely in rotation on my phone though is "Get By." So mm. we definitely keep you popping. We keep you going in the in the playlist and in the rotation. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I actually wrote that song, um, like inspired by my grandfather, mm. and God rest his soul, he passed. Um, but I, I wrote that and because I felt such a sense of urgency to just like make it whatever that means. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just because my papa, just my whole life, he was that the, he was the music one. I mean, my mother was, too. But he was really the one that would always just have the conversations with me. Oh, what's going on with this? How's that going? And you know what you got to do and would just give me like advice and all of that stuff. And uh, he was real big on telling me to go back to the CDs. Oh, them CDs. Is coming back. I don't know, Papa. I don't think they're coming back. But he got a burner for it. He was ready to get the CDs popping. Um, and so, like, yeah, I wrote that just feeling so just inspired to to be like, yo, I have to just make something shake that I can just show him that he could be proud of. I mean, granted, I know he was always proud, but it's like I wanted to do something tangible to where it was like, look at that. You know what I mean? Um, because obviously them coming from totally different generation in which he, you know, didn't get to see in this physical world of me getting my song on TV and all of that stuff. But it's like that's that's what it felt like in those moments. And I'm like, I need to do something that just can kind of show that like all of this hard work and stuff like it pays off because he's someone who kind of like gave up his dream to take care of his family and to take care of generations long beyond his own kids. You know what I mean? And so like, it's like, I just wanted to kind of show that. So that's really where the inspiration from that record came from. And that's dope. And it's, 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 it's really, uh, real cool and dope to hear you hold your, your, your pops in such high reverence. Even you saying Papa lets me know that that's a very endearing term 
in general, most people don't use. So just to hold them in that high reverence, man, it's just good to to see. And that, and you ain't got a question whether you're making making them proud. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you ain't got a question that one. Yeah. Man, I don't want to, you know, we can just keep going. But I, you got something else, Johnny? I, I guess, you know, yeah. I always ended out on a high note. Yeah. You got another question. No, nah, man, I'm going to save it for, for round two after after the uh, uh after the Grammy nod. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I got my first major award coming, so I'm actually super excited about that. Hit the claps. We need some, we some claps. We need, yeah. we need a round of applause <laughs> for Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. 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 I, I, I actually I had won the Mark Award for production music. My song I got nominated for bet for uh hip hop track of the year and I actually won. Shh. Man. Yeah, for all all production music, like so that's all music in in like movie scores and stuff. Mm. I, that blew my mind. I was like, "What?" Forgot to go up. So, yo, shout out to Def Seven. Shout out to BMG, man. Yeah, we 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 trying to go up. We just trying to keep going up. Big man things, <laughs> big man things popping. So, what are? And I guess I'll end it out on this. And you know, you take it wherever you take it. What's some of the things that you're looking forward to this year and beyond? What's some of the things that we could be looking forward for coming from Thailand and the movement of Thailand music? Man, so first and foremost, this project, this album that me and LP are doing right now, I am so excited about it. I can't even explain, man. I finally got a team. I prayed for a team and I cannot make it up. Like God put it together for me in like six months, specifically everything I asked for. That's how I know it was only God, like between producer, videographer, engineer, everything that I needed. Everybody's passionate. I'm looking forward to putting out this project, the visuals that come with it. I'm currently working on my brand. So I'm excited to start working on like clothing, merchandise and mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, getting that out as well. And then just doing more shows, man. I hope that this COVID stuff really lets up because performing that's, that's my jam. That's what I love. So um, I'm hoping that in 2022, we can really just get it popping. And I might have I don't, I'm not going to even give it away now, but uh, might be be doing something pretty uh pretty big coming soon as far as performing, given that COVID does not ruin things. Mm. But yeah, man, 2022, I just feel like this year is definitely going to be a special one That's for sure. And I said that was my last question, but I guess I, I lied. What, <laughs> do, you got, do you got any words of advice for any young ladies out there that's, that's following in the footsteps of Ty Lynn? that's trying to be their own artist, that's out there facing the, the the circumstances, the scrutiny, not getting the support they needed. Do you got any words of advice for any of the youth out there listening to this? Yeah, um, my, my advice to you would be don't necessarily expect just because people know you and people know that you do something that they're going to genuinely support you mm. because not everybody that is around you, and this might be a harsh reality, especially when you're young, but not everybody that's close to you and around you wants to see you win and become successful because they could feel like it's making them inadequate or that it means that they're not good, right? Because they could see you elevating and getting higher. All I would tell you is just, if you have a dream or a passion to stick with it, keep going at it. And even if the people close to you don't support you, somebody will. Like if you're really passionate about something and you have the work ethic for it, just keep going. You know what I mean? Just don't get discouraged when you feel like people around you aren't supporting you as much because somebody's going to come along and do it. If you're dope. 
That's important. You know what I'm saying? Definitely work hard and know what your strengths are. Okay. <laughs> Man, a great note. And we're going to probably get out of there on that note, man. So um, give me one more round of applause for my for our esteemed guest, Ms. Ty Lynn. Our second Thank guest. You. Second guest to bless us on the podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm the second guest? Second, second guest. guest. Wow. Look at me. Yeah. Okay. I feel special. Number two and early 20, birds. Two and 22. 20 in the year 2022. Wow. So, yeah, this, about, this just got even better. I know it's special now because the numbers is lining up. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 And uh, <laughs> before you get out of here, let everybody know again one more time where they can find you at. Um, so you can find me on all social media at Thailand Music, T-Y-L-Y-N-N Music. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and I have a Twitter, but really I don't use it that much. But you can go on there if you want. But yeah. Twitter for us old folks. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you, you know, see on Spotify, Apple, Deezer, oh, yeah, YouTube, all that. Everything. Get on there, man. We're running her subscribers up too, man. And I'm telling y'all to check out these tracks, check out this music. Mm-hmm. And before you even check out the music, just go watch the freestyles and let us know what you think. Yeah, uh, I'll prove myself on those. <laughs> and I'm gonna do. We gonna make sure we do our best to do our street A and R thing. I'm gonna I'm try to I'm gonna try to shoot a bug to Rhapsody. She did like one of my pictures one time because wow. I caught her eye in the crowd when she was in Lincoln. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I got the comment in the picture to prove it. She found she found me. Hey, 100, go ahead. Listen, I'm here for all the alley-oops. Listen, how we get it? You, We do the dirty work. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you uh, for stopping through. I appreciate y'all. And, and more blessings, more power to you, and everything that's coming that's in store for you will happen. And we're going to be here to be a vessel to make sure it happens on our end. We do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're true supporters, uh, real genuine love, and um, just keep elevating. We, mm-hmm. we here for it. Uh, man, y'all know where to find us at. Everything. Um, listen to us. Um, hit that like button. Hit the comment. Subscribe. And if you made it to this part, drop a Thailand in the chat, man. Hey. Man, drop a little little birdie, man. Drop a little <laughs> bird in the chat, man. Yeah. And so uh, with that, man, it's Street Saying R, man. We'll see y'all later, man. Peace. Out. Peace. Peace. The beats. The beats. The flow. Rhythm. All movement starts from the streets. Streets saying our podcast.